Welcome back to our second episode of Black Mom Connection. Today we are going to be discussing pregnancy and life. So what is it like to live while pregnant? Adriana. Live while pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> what is it like to live while pregnant? Okay, so I'm living while pregnant right now. Um, I'm exhausted. I'm not going to say that. So I'm 38 weeks today. Um, and like I said, I am exhausted. I worked today and yesterday. We had a little technical difficulty. So we're here for the second time. This is take two. <laughs> this is take this two. Is take two after we recorded for 40 mm-hmm. minutes. And only got what seventeen. Seventeen, but you know everything happens for a reason, so we just gonna keep moving. Um, with with this, so um, pregnancy for me, um, this go around, my first go around, been uh, I'll not describe it. I've I've enjoyed it. It hasn't been like horrible, but it has been um, moments of you know a lot of emotion, a lot of. I mean, I guess the normal thing, basically. Um, so yeah, I'm a little nervous about birth, but I'm also ready to be in the most pain I've ever been in my life. So I don't know. Talk to you ahead. The most pain. Um, I don't know. I ain't been through it yet. I think I don't know. It's like the worst pain ever. Um, well, stop telling people. Look, let people know to stop lying. Well, I mean, first off, people have different pain tolerances. And I don't really low. like experience a lot of pain. Like I'm mm-hmm. not a, I broke my arm once. Oh. But like other than that, I don't know any other time I've experienced like excruciating pain. So I feel like people say labor pain is the worst. But what other kind of pain have you experienced? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this, you burn, this burn hurt really bad. Yeah. So like, oh. I don't think birth would top that. But it's also bending. Like I think it's also in your head. Right. Because like. I have different pains, you know. I'm like my HS, for example. Mm-hmm. That just hurts. Yeah. And I will say that that hurts way more than the cramps and bracts and hicks that I've gotten. Right. So I guess it's all in your head. Yeah, pain is, pain is really subjective. Yeah. But like pregnancy pain, um, like sciatic nerve pain, I know I had that when I was yeah. pregnant. That was really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, like the fatigue that hit me. I think fatigue really hit me like the in the last trimester mm-hmm. um because like like you want to do things and like you know you have to do things but you're like oh, i can't i'm so tired right like i can't move right now i just want to take a nap um so i think the fatigue and the sciatic nerve pain some back pain yeah um i don't remember too much about hormones i don't know i'm not a very like i'm not a crier um, so like I don't I don't think I experienced any moments where I was like overwhelmed with tears. <laughs> just no, I'm, like, I'm, just, I'm just not a crier. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a point where I was like crying for a while, but that wasn't when I was pregnant. Um, so like hormones really didn't hit me as hard. Well, I just cried three days straight two weeks ago, so I can't sit here <laughs> and say that didn't. Because I'm an emotional person. Like, I just, I, I just, I've always been an emotional person. I take a lot of, not emotional to the point where I'm like, oh, I took that to heart. Oh, you know, you're killing me. But I'm just someone who's very, like, if you're, if you're happy, I'm happy. If you're sad, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, let me be there with you. So, I'm not, like. Let me feel the sadness that you're yeah, feeling. Yeah, like, let's connect with this <laughs> sadness right now. Um, but, I mean, I think that's the only thing that I've, I've 
I really the emotions, that sciatic nerve ain't nothing to play with. The the lightning. I, I can oh, say yeah. it because there's some kids around right now. The lightning crotch, that's that right there. <laughs> like I'm in the middle of like ringing people up and all of a sudden I'm like, ooh. <laughs> they look at me, I'm looking at them, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, give me a minute. I literally look at them and say, give me a minute, give me a minute. But I feel like that, whew, child, oh Lord, that was painful. Um, but I mean, I don't know, like we have said, like pain is like, I think if you learn how to control it mm-hmm. when you're going through it, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. Because at first I used to freak myself out, clench my body, like, and that's what makes it much worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I learned how to breathe through the sciatic pain, the lightning, the, the Braxton Hicks, you know, you kind of just pause and you just breathe. And so I think that really, except for the cervix check, we're still trying to get that together, but. Well, you only have a couple of more to do. So. I mean, yeah, but. have like what, one or two more. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've been debating about getting checked though, because I've been cramping so much. Mm-hmm. But also I'm having like flu-like symptoms. I, I don't know what that means. Not flu-like, but like, it feels like my period is about to start, but it's not. Yeah. Flu-like symptoms? COVID. Like nauseous. COVID. Um, it's not COVID. It's nauseous. It's I'm never COVID. Hurt. People always had COVID. It's my allergies. I had COVID. I, I just I knew what that. Yeah, they say like. that too. I had COVID. Okay, so I looked it up and I was like, if I'm nauseous, cramping, I just feel like my period is about to start. I shouldn't say flu like symptoms because that's a little that's a little much. Sounds like COVID. Yeah. Okay. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like right now, like my period, but I don't know if that's like. Early labor. Well, no, your cervix is probably just like working. Well, it's working hard. And like thinning out. It's probably like a I still got my mucus plug though. You still have it? Mm-hmm. I'm very surprised. And my mom would keep asking me, <laughs> Mama would keep asking me, Why are you leaking? <laughs> are you leaking? I was like, Well, I mean, what is leaking? All my pregnancy, I feel like I've been leaking. Like, I don't know. Like your bladder? My bladder? Like, is your bladder leaking? Or like she asked, she's asking how it has a like, like water break. Yes, because um, apparently it can triple. It, it doesn't have to break all at once. Yeah, some people say it does triple. Yeah, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, it might have been. Maybe. Maybe. We'll never know. No, we ain't gonna. We'll never know. We'll, we'll Until you know. get your cervix checked, and they're like, "Oh, it's a triple." Yeah. Tripling out. That's nasty. No, I didn't get. I got cervix checks. The first time around with Bo, um, I didn't get any cervix checks with Kaza because I was just like, don't touch me, leave me alone. That's why I should say them people did not touch her. No. <laughs> people did not touch her. I mean, I didn't, I didn't do like the genetic testing the second time around. Um, I didn't do the cervical checks. Like they would just measured my belly and took my blood pressure. Yeah. You know, and then I just left. And then I sat there with my <laughs> shoes on. Right. Adriana sits, takes off her bottoms and puts her shoes back on and puts like her shoes in the syrups. But I never. I feel like you should, you take your shoes off. When they say, when they say to you, okay, undress from the waist down. Undress means to take off your shoes. But I had to walk from the curtain to the bed. It's the, so it's in my head, floor. but in my head, I just assumed like, oh, well. Customer to keep my shoes on. Why? Like I don't even I don't even take my shoes off really at hotels. So why would I take my shoes off at the doctor's office? Why don't you take your shoes off at hotels? I do take it off, but I most of the time got socks on. What do you 
what are you doing with the bottom of your feet? That I don't, I don't know. So it was just a, I don't know. It's just a thing. Like, I don't, I don't know. Is that a thing for you? I feel like I when they, when they tell me. me to undress from the waist down, I'm uh-huh. dropping in my pants, my drawers, my and shoes I did that. are like all like folded up on the chair. Uh, and I'm walking like, barefoot to the, to the table. Yeah, I'm not saying it's like dirty. And it's just a thing. Like, I just put my shoes on. It's just an automatic thing. I can imagine you now like feet with like, Slippers on in the stir. Yeah, like that's not uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just kind of just did it because I just assumed that people put their shoes on when they walk from the curb. Yeah. Listen, it's just you, and that's fine. <laughs> they still get the what they need. <laughs> you act like they're getting something different. They right, they're but still... they're probably like, why is this? Like your shoes are in their face. She shouldn't be in there. She should. She's getting what she needs. She but anyway, I should go there now. But I am glad my doctor quit though. Because she be in there. Missing it right out. Yeah, my second I did a midwife the second time around and she was really like she was really nice. She was understanding. And gentle. Yeah, she listened. Um, so I would always opt for like my future pregnancies for a midwife or I mean even a female OB mm-hmm. I would opt for. I don't and I used to think it was weird when people were like, I don't want a male doctor. I don't mind my primary doctor being a male. Yeah. It, it's not. Just by the how the cookies crumble. Mm-hmm. But like I wouldn't mind my primary. But I feel like OB is so like intimate and mm-hmm. personal. Like having another woman in there who understands, you know, the personal struggles. Because you know they learn it in the books, right? Mm-hmm. But like being a woman your whole life, you have an extra like like an extra set of experience with yeah. those kind of things. Male OBs are just super stoic to me. I, know, like, I do have this one. So he actually delivers like babies too. He's so sweet, so nice, very gentle, like a great guy. He he's young. No, he's young. Mm, See, that's that's probably right. the difference. That's why those old OBs, <laughs> they don't, care. Had, they don't care about you. But the younger, I will say, um, him and my regular like doctor that I see, um, if it's you one of them delivering, I would be, uh, I would be just that. He, but he was, he's great. Like I didn't, I mean, I, he didn't do anything. It was a regular checkup. It was just like, let measure your belly, let's see how hard beat. But I, I mean, he really paid attention. He was like, do you need anything? Like, is there anything we need to do? And you should have asked him why he's an OB. I should have. Because like, I, I find that such a weird profession for men. I don't know. Like I mean, it might be like a personal story, you know, like, or How? whatever. What personal story would align we with? Should, we should interview a male OB one day. Like, just a young one. I'm not interviewing an old one. They're going to be like, well, back in the day, <laughs> it was like OB, that's why I'm an OB. I don't like, know. But a younger one in today's age, you have women who can step into that role. So mm-hmm. why would a man step into such a an intimate role. Like, I wouldn't want to be a penis doctor. I, I didn't know they had those. They don't. Oh. They send them to your urology. But if that was a thing, I wouldn't want to do it. Yeah. Like, I, I, mean, I feel like you have to have, there's not many of them, first of all. Right, and most of them are old because, yeah. like, in the, like, the one I had with Kobe, he's been a doctor since, like, the 60s and 70s. Mm. Which at that time it wasn't common practice for like midwives or women to be that, yeah. which is understandable. But you should have got a game a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and you realized that it wasn't 1950 anymore. Nonetheless, um, 
something that'd be fun. We should really definitely we should do that. I think interview that guy that I keep talking about, which I don't know his name. Well, you should find his name out. But it's crazy because baby. actually a whole lot of women respect him. Because I went to the hospital for my um my chest when I was having like really bad heartburn. Um, and I didn't know yes. what was heartburn. But um <laughs> like even my radiologist, like the radiologist was like, yeah, there's a guy that works at your doctor's office and he is like amazing. Like I love him. And so many women talk about how great he is, how he has bedside manner is. And so yeah, we're gonna get him in here. Let's I have know, a story. I don't know his name. <laughs> Must have a story, but we'll get it. Yeah, we're, we're gonna we can talk about that pregnancy life. Yeah, but I mean, as far as the doctor's appointments go, they're not too, I mean, really invasive. I think the first few are kind of just like, you're a little nervous. I was a little nervous, but, um, and I did the gender test, not the gender test, the, um, the genetic, genetic testing, and excuse me, all of that. The only thing we tested for, like I said many times, was fragile X. Mm-hmm. But other than that, um, that was it. I mean, it's it's really simple, and people make it seem like it's the worst thing in the world. Yeah, but it's a very simple. Depending on, I guess, also your circumstances, probably age, um, any like underlying conditions, the baby's health. You know, so I can I can't really speak for everybody and say it's like a great experience uh-huh. because some people go through a lot more than others. But for me, thankfully, it hasn't been. It wasn't too. Bad. Yeah. Most of the time, it's not really traumatic. Like you said, yeah. I think a lot of it has to do with like, um, like what's going on in your life at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, like what kind of support you have. Yeah. You know, that's you, know, you do have genetic testing, and something comes up, and now you have to prepare for, you know, a child with, you know, a condition. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, so I think yeah. I guess it just depends. My doctor's appointments were super uncomplicated. Um, I did have high blood pressure, but I didn't feel like I had high blood pressure. They just like, told me <laughs> I had high blood pressure, and I was just sitting in the chair like, yeah, okay. That's fine. No. Um, I didn't do a lot of whole lot of doctor's appointments with Kobe. I think I had like two or three because I waited so long. We were just vibing out all summer. Yeah, I did great. He did great. He came out super perfect. Yeah, so. so. Um, and then Kaza, you know, we were, you know, Alex had come to the appointments mm-hmm. and then I think my aunt Mia came to one or two of those. Um, so they were super like unproblematic. Um, and they listened. Like I said, I think the second time around I was more comfortable because I was older. Support, you know, with support you have at home, your life circumstances. Um <clears throat> place a role in how your appointments go mm-hmm. how your like your whole experience goes because a lot of people have like traumatic experiences yeah and a lot of people are just like super antsy i'm mean, like the first time around like you have no idea what you're doing mm-hmm. so it's already like you know emotions are already high because you're like i have no fucking idea what i'm doing i don't know what to expect mm-hmm. so then if you throw in like other life challenges it's like oh my god I'm like the the floor is falling from <laughs> under my feet. No, I, I I understand that because having Jordan, I mean Jordan's been to most of mine. Then if Jordan doesn't make it, my mom has been the one. I don't know why she went to my service check one, but whatever. <laughs> she was just, I mean, we're so poor, Adriana. Yeah, but like we're in there, right? And this is like this is when she's just measuring me. All of a sudden, I hear sniffing. I said, oh, my gosh. 
<laughs> my mom is emotional. <laughs> like she's like, I guess that's where I'm getting from because she over there sniffing. She was like, I took a video when they did the heartbeat. I was like, okay, mom, you're behind a curtain. And then I finished the appointment and we, we get outside. She said, John, you can't, you can't like ball up like that. Like you have to relax your body. Yeah. I said, okay. So I was like, okay, thanks, mom. I mean, but I'm grateful because, you know, not everybody does have their their mom or have a support system right. who goes to them with appointments because I mean your first time around especially you know my second time around I probably be like I ain't going to these appointments but, right I miss um, I miss a few yeah, that's what I'm don't saying. miss OB appointments wait what don't miss OB appointments. somebody told me to do that on their second I have birthday this the baby came out the class but and if not my sister um she would come and I don't know. The baby's always got something to say, so that's fine. But I'm working for the people. Oh yeah. How do you get out of it? I don't know. I mean, you don't necessarily get out of everything, but I'm quick to be like, "Oh, I'm tired." Oh yeah, like being able to be like, yeah. I mean, my kids get me out of so many things, honestly, (laughs) and I love them for that because, like, we'll be like, something like, "Can you come out?" And I'm like, "No, I don't have a babysitter." And then sometimes I probably could have a babysitter. If I really want to, I'll get a babysitter. You know. But if it's not like at the top of my list, I'll probably just be like, I can't. I can't make it. My thing is, if I don't have if I don't have a two hour window to get myself together and I woke up an hour before, I'm not getting up. Oh yeah. Your planning definitely changes after you have kids. Because like now I used to could just like get up, roll out the bed, do whatever I wanted. Mm-hmm. You could call me and be like, be here five minutes. I'm like, right, I'm in the car. Now you call me, I'm like, you knew all day that I had to be <laughs> here and you didn't call me before. Yeah. I have to get other people dressed. Okay. I have to pack bags. I have to buckle in car seats. And I don't want to do that. So I'm not coming. And I don't know, like now, I mean, me, like we're the only two who have kids within our group. And, um, I don't know. It's it's not different because I don't know. We all are doing all like own things right now. But I definitely can like side with Tasha on a lot of this stuff because I'm quick to cancel. I'm quick. Yes. And yeah. it'll amplify after you have kids. Yeah. It definitely amplifies. And even if I don't have to take the kids, like say the kids are like with their dads for like the night or the for the next couple of days, that's my time. Yeah. Right? So, like, if someone <laughs> Steve calls me then and I don't have the kids, I'm like, do I want to spend this alone time doing this or do I, you know, have other plans to do? So, even if, you know, the kids aren't my excuse, sometimes like, I don't, I just want to watch TV and not have to hear my name called tonight. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not coming. Yeah. I can't say much of that. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. I do live, like, we haven't had a baby yet, so of course things will change. But Jordan and I have talked about how giving each other breaks. And like Jordan, okay, so Jordan's my boyfriend. I should say that. Right, which is Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. Yeah, I just say Jordan. But he likes to fish, and we have like a lake in our backyard. Y'all, I don't understand how I ended up with a man like this. I love it. Thank God. Um, so like just giving each other breaks and giving each other time. But even like being pregnant. I'm not gonna lie. There's some days where he sees I have like just a terrible day. It's been it's just been a hot behind mess, 
and he'll just leave me in a room and I'll just have the bed to myself. I'll have the room to myself yeah. just to lay down. But yeah, I'm grateful that I have somebody like that. Even my parents, like they check in on me every day, make sure, and then I'm quick to be like, not today. Not today. Not but today. we're gonna have a boundaries episode. So that's gonna be um it's gonna be pretty that'll be fun. Cool, yeah. I love a good boundary. Yes, and I didn't know nothing about boundaries until college, but whatever. Um, yeah, boundaries. But um shopping. Shopping while pregnant. It, I mean, I used to enjoy shopping for kid clothes. I don't enjoy it anymore. I've been doing it for six years. <laughs> and now it's actually exhausting. But I remember like going in the store and being like, I want this and this. Every time I went in the store, I'm like, I'm going to get Kobe this. I'm going to get Kobe these socks. I'm going to get Kobe these shoes. And now I'm like, I'm not buying them nothing else until I'm buying bulk. And then I'm not, I'm going to have to take, I have to take old, the old clothes out of the closet then give them away or sell them and then mm. get the new clothes into the closet and then I have to keep washing those clothes. <laughs> like this is laundry. Mm -hmm. So now shopping is a lot different. Now I'm just like, I'm not buying nothing until you can't fit nothing in your closet. So I'm in the phase that she is like talking about of like buying, I don't know, but so many people gave me clothes. Like that is a beautiful yeah. thing. Like I had, cause my cousin, she had a son last year, and she had so many clothes left that he didn't get to wear. And plus, he was born in a different season. Shop for your baby in season. Do not go out here and you know you're pregnant, right? I got pregnant in the summertime. Cool. Yeah, my birthday. You know? And I'm not going to sit here and buy my baby, what is it, zero to three winter. Right. <laughs> Size my kids are gonna wake up in the morning. Sometimes yeah. I put on a shirt and I'm like, You wore that last week, mm -hmm. honey, and it is rotting up your back. Yes, like, like my, my um, family, they're like, Oh, yeah, we can buy them Jordan. Buy them Jordan's what? That's what it's Jordan. Buy them Jordan's. They're gonna, it's what it's like a month. Like, put some socks on them. Yes. <laughs> put some socks on them. But, put some yeah. Jordan socks on them. Yeah, Jordan socks. Some little boobies. But yeah, like think think about that stuff. Don't go out here and it's literally expensive. put your child in the most expensive. Well, I mean, if you want to, if that's something you want to do, baby, do it. If you can, if I you think can. if you can, I have definitely moved away from. And there's a, definitely a difference between quality and like the amount of money that you pay. So I think mm -hmm. a lot of times people think that since you're paying so much for these Jordans or Nikes or whatever that you're getting a good quality. Mm -hmm. But I found that Skechers are good quality, Bila are good quality. I mean, mm -hmm. I get the kids sandals at like shoe show, oh, and they're, shoe they're, show. that's I a good quality. Yeah. And I'm not paying like out of pocket for it. So mm -hmm. you can find quality things that are not, um, that are not like super expensive. Okay. Carter's is good. Carter's is good. And they have sales all the time. When mm -hmm. I tell people the kids work Carter's, they're like, oh my God, $20 for a pair of jeans? No, honey. I get them when they $5 and $10 a pair. Mm -hmm. I'm not buying $20 a pair of jeans. Um, Burlington mm -hmm. is good quality and you don't have to pay like your whole arm and your leg. Or um, else you just got to look. 
Oh, I know, but damn, I hate looking. Yeah, I was say you gotta look pretty hard. Now, the women's clothes, I ain't gonna say that. Hold y'all. Yeah. <laughs> the women's clothes are nice. Some crop tops. Yeah. Can't wait. Um, but yeah, you don't have to spend like arm and a leg. I mean, shoe show, like I said, Skechers. I mean, and my kids aren't the kind of kids to like keep shoes clean anyway. So I'm not going to be buying them no high top Jordans because they're going to be playing outside of them. I'm buying like athletic mm-hmm. like Skechers. Kobe got a pair of Felix the other day and he loves them. The little breathable fabric. He loves them. And I love them too because they were $30. I mean, even if you like Vans. Vans, Vans are, are, yeah, Vans Vans are really are. good. Because um, I've seen you put them in Vans a lot. Um, like little shoes like that because I saw on Facebook, I think the other day where somebody was upset that their kid messed up some new Jordans and I'm like, and what did you expect? What did you expect? Their kids. That's why I don't buy my kids Jordans because they know I know they won't fuck them up. And I'm gonna I'm gonna be the mom that's mad. Yeah. And I don't want to be mad at my kids mm-hmm. for something that's like I could have prevented. <laughs> right. I'm like, I could prevent this. And I mean, of course, you know, I'll get my kids like nice shoes probably probably um for like. I mean, I'll probably get Cairo like nice shoes for, like Christmas, Thanksgiving. Like, let's wear them then. Or like, you know, we have to go to an event. You know, you have like three pairs of shoes that's for events. But my boyfriend's also a sneakerhead. So I already know that. Cairo's going to have all the shoes. Yeah, I was like, Cairo's going to have all the shoes. But I will have distinct shoes that's like, okay, go outside. Right. You know? Play shoes. Or keep them in the car or something like that. But don't get mad at your kids for something that right. you couldn't. Perfect. They don't know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Picked up another pair. Do they have my size in this? I said, yeah. All right, we can go. <laughs> I was like, you are me because I'm in the store and out the store. I'm not it's spending no like time perusing. We getting in and out. Tasha will, I mean, ever since like even school, like Tasha is very simple. Like, no Tasha put a t shirt, like, here you go, t shirt, leggings, and some, some burks. That's Tasha. <laughs> yes. Me? I ain't working. Now, Adriana, <laughs> me? I'm the whole opposite. I mean, really, before I was pregnant, because now that I'm pregnant, you know, I put on sweatpants and a t-shirt or a dress or something. I just go about my business. But before that, yes, come on, dressing up, y'all, like, <laughs> dressing up, everything. I dress up, so I feel bad for me in my pockets, but it's fine. Yeah, just like you know, I don't buy the clothes, the kids' expensive things, because mm-hmm. I'm just simple too. Like you said, I just wear t-shirts and pants on. And ain't nothing wrong with that. Like you know your style, like sexy style. And I'm, I mean. Being pregnant, I think that's the other thing that I want to talk about with shopping is that um, not being able to dress the way I used to dress mm-hmm. did bother me because, you know, I I love to dress up. That's always been my thing. It's always what I love. But especially like, um, I was a big crop top wear. Like, I was a very, I ain't never had a full shirt on. And so, <laughs> I mean, it could be winter, it could be anything, you know, body suits, I'm here. But once I got, like, my stomach really started to show, I was like, I can't wear that no more. So people wear crop tops in pregnancy. And I think it's just all about comfortability, though. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to judge you if you have one on it, girl, whatever, like, right. embrace it. But, you know, for me, I like it covered. I don't mm-hmm. know, I just feel more exposed. Now, once this baby come out, 
Y'all gonna see these stretch marks. Cause I yes. got a bunch of them. I didn't realize. I didn't think it was gonna be this bad, but yeah, I got a lot of stretch marks. But I'm okay with it. That happens, and it's fine. Like you said, it's. I think being young and like learning how to like like your appearance, it's it's a struggle within itself because mm-hmm. you're like you said you're coming out with what you like to wear what you like to look like you know your whole aesthetic and then if you get pregnant you have to change that because you can't wear crop tops mm-hmm. well you can but you know some people don't want to wear crop tops so you're changing to like t-shirts and then the transition back to whatever mm-hmm. you used to like after you're pregnant because that body's going to be different mm-hmm. than the pregnancy and the pre-pregnancy body. Mm-hmm. So that's going to have its own type of aesthetic and you're going to have to learn how to like that body as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that is a transition that can definitely be hard for some people. I don't really care. Like I'm just like a, you know, you get what you get kind of person. So, but I think it can be a struggle. I see a lot of people who struggle like postpartum with like, I think I see it more with people who were like super fit before they mm-hmm. were pregnant or like they had like the super healthy lifestyle before they were pregnant. Mm-hmm. They get pregnant, they get big. And then you have to deal with like the, you know, the saggy boobs or the saggy belly after pregnancy. And like, it can really take you down. Yeah. Right. Cause you're tired. You might not want to work out as much as you mm-hmm. used to. You might not want to eat. You can't like do like a thousand meal preps while your baby's crying in the background. So mm-hmm. you, you don't have time to do these things you used to do. So you slack off and now you don't like yourself anymore. Yeah. I would definitely have a whole like conversation because we have somebody in mind that we want to talk to as well who does do fitness. Hopefully we can talk to her. It's yeah. I think she'd be really good. Yeah. I think that would be pretty cool. But I think also with pregnancy, the energy that it takes to get dressed. I mean, y'all, at my job, you're really not supposed to wear sweatpants. I wear sweatpants every day. And I put on my t-shirt, and you're not even supposed to have white on it. I go up in there, and I'm like, and, you know what I'm saying? Because you <laughs> want to be, me. you want to be comfortable. I don't match. And I tell them every day, like, I look like, yeah, I'm about to fall apart, but listen, this is comfortable. Right. <laughs> it's not about, it's not about being cute. Like, for my baby shower, y'all, that was the most tired I had ever been just from putting that dress on, keeping the dress on, <laughs> putting my foot in that shoe, oh my God. and cutting off my circulation. You know, it's just, it was a lot. But you, I mean, I definitely, I think towards the end, now that I'm at the end, I really do embrace it because mm-hmm. there were days where I was like, dang, this is not it. And plus, my skin changed so much. Like, I I mean, I got a whole... And this isn't bad, but, you know, I had to get used to, like, the, the the dark spots, how my neck changed, how my acne got worse, and your hair, like, my hair changed for a bit, and it was, like, really, like, cr- crusty. <laughs> but and I don't... I mean, look, like, I keep my hair hydrated, and everybody knows I love my natural hair. And I get tired of doing it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I look like this. But yeah, I mean, I think I think in the middle it really hits you. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, because at the beginning you're kind of small. In the middle it's like, I got a stomach. And then at the end it's like, oh my gosh, I'm carrying a baby. So, <laughs> I mean, it's real at the end. It gets real at the end. It's so, super real. You're like, you gotta get real yeah. with it. You're like, all right, all right. Right, you just gotta accept it. I'm brave. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, just it's what it is. Yeah. You just get what you get. 
Yeah. This has been our episode about life and pregnancy, pregnancy and life, living while pregnant, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Shopping while pregnant. Shopping while pregnant, hormones, whatever. Um, we thank y'all for tuning in, and we will see y'all in our next episode.